The following presentation is part of the Beyond the Blast Doors Network. Yo, Josh, what's yo, yo, up? Yo, yo, Andy, what's happening? Oh, my goodness. First of all, happy Mother's Day, Josh. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for that. I will pass it along to my mother and my wife. Uh, how was your Mother's Day? Man, the last 48 hours at my house have been absolutely bananas. <laughs> um, my, my oldest... Uh, just turned 13. Oof. Uh, teenager. We had, we, we had 12 yards of dirt dropped off in our front yard and I shoveled all that and leveled out the front yard. We're getting sod. I'm sore as heck. My youngest brother is about to have his first baby any freaking minute now. Oh. Uh, plus baby. we, Plus, we got around to uh, both sides of the families and celebrated moms. So it's been absolutely nuts. And I feel like sitting here talking to you is going to be a nice little nice little calm to the weekend that I can Let's bring it finish in. on. Let's bring it in. Let's bring it in. And while how, we bring how, how was your weekend? Same. Except minus the 12 yards of dirt and any of my siblings having offspring. Other yes, than that, pretty hectic. That. Substitute that out for some uh, boat time, right? Yeah, a little bit of boat time, a little bit of family time, a little bit of sun time. Up here in the Northwest, we're getting like some, you know, a very odd weather while the rest of it's, the country is getting like very cooling temperatures where they're like, oh, I can't believe it's 50, you know, in May or 40. And we're getting like 80 degree weather in May in the Pacific Northwest. That is completely uncommon. And as uh, as I sit here, Josh, my back is sunburnt. <laughs> which which we only need about five minutes of a direct UV to get sunburnt here in the Northwest. They don't call it a tan. <laughs> they call it rust, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, anyway, we should probably say welcome to the Holocronicles. <laughs> Glad to welcome. have you here. Uh, just just super awesome again there cheers to you and uh thanks for joining us uh, again we're part of the beyond the blast doors network we welcome you in we want you to like and subscribe you can find us on beyond the blast doors.com on youtube at beyond the blast doors and man we had another great week last week of content yes, we, did. Yes, we, did. Uh, we had scott kinney last week which was just so much fun probably going to twirl off into some new new stuff for us later on with him and and uh, uh we'll get back to that in just a second but you know uh you know around the galaxy had kevin scott on if you haven't gone to watch and listen to that guy talk about a real star wars fan who writes star wars canon and he's right there in our faces on beyond the blasters network it was so awesome. much fun so much fun and not even to not even to show that up we had mac demarco on uh bombag cast uh, interviewed by Scotty and J Row, and it was phenomenal. So uh, some great Very content. Uh, we had uh, uh, what was it? The Galactic podcast was on postcards from around the galaxy. I mean, just a Gal good week. Uh, Galaxy's Edge. Galaxy's Sorry, Edge. Galaxy's Edge. Sorry, I'm getting both my pods mixed up there. Anyway, <laughs> there's there's so much it won't matter. You'll forget all our names anyway, and you'll just listen to it and enjoy it. But uh, and then, well, then we finished off the week with Clayton Sandell on the uh, the a ABC correspondent for all Star Wars news on streaming Star Wars with Pete, with Ammo and Fletzer. So yeah, and Ammo was on like three other pods. I mean, it's uh, we're busy, <laughs> we're busy, busy, busy. You'd think we'd be getting paid for this, but uh, you no. Know. Anyway, uh, thank you for supporting us. Uh, you can pay us by liking, subscribing, and hey, if you're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, give Hollow Chronicles, you know, like a rating, like a like a five star, or you know, and if you don't like it, five stars, and you know, send us a, a DM, and we'll we'll try and fix it for you. <laughs> but other than that, uh, help us out. Um, we're we're shooting for the stars here. We're going for what's the goal? The goal is here's the goal, and we're just going to put it out there. The goal is Star Wars Celebration Panel. Why not? 
Why not? Why not us? Why, why not, not us? Why not sit there and talk and 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 look like idiots in front of a live audience? I mean, instead of hiding behind our microphones, before. yeah, we haven't done that before. No, no. Uh, I mean, so there's got to be a there's got to be a couple people there that like toys. <laughs> there's got to be a, a couple people walking down the aisles there that like toys. Um, but yeah, uh, again, thank you so much for for sharing, liking, and subscribing. But Andy. Josh, we have we have to shout out um, a follower of ours because uh, you know it's nice it's nice when people follow us and and you know we feel like we're we're putting something positive out there. But it, uh, every now and then we get something back, unasked for, but super appreciated. And so we got to give a shout out to Nick, um, our our uh, Alabama buddy. Um, and he sent us something. Uh, Josh, you have a picture of it there to pull up? Uh, I don't, but that's okay. I okay. thought you had it with you. I'm sorry. Oh, no. Okay. Uh, I posted a picture of it on Twitter, so we can refer to that. Sure. Uh, he just sent us a little gift, and I, I just I appreciate Nick. And, you know, we're, we're getting to know Nick a little bit um, in the last probably month or so. And, and uh, there and it is. He's kicking Hey, there we go. Uh, yeah. Side note too, if you're listening on an audio platform, this might be a great, uh, a podcast to watch on YouTube because, you know, we will occasionally put up pictures anyway, whether, you know, no matter what the podcast is, but we're going to do a a little, um, unboxing and a reveal to something that I got recently. And so that's not going to make for great audio but it's going to make for awesome visual. Yeah, and don't worry, I'll uh, do play-by-play, though. Because right now yep. on the screen, we've got a Millennium Falcon. Now tell me, Andy, you're the one that has this in hand. Yeah. I'm looking at the picture. I've only seen the picture. So is this is this like a 3D-printed Falcon, do you think? What is it's, this? No, I believe it to be a Millennium Falcon uh, toy of some sort. Oh, okay. Uh, but so, it's not. It, it's about maybe um, a foot long. Oh, okay. So that's probably the inverse there is what I'm seeing. Okay. Yeah. About a foot long. That's cool. So it's a, yeah. it's a Falcon. And then in the middle is an emblem. And what is that emblem? The emblem is our <laughs> Holo Chronicles logo yeah, right cool. in the middle of, yeah, it's a, it's a black painted millennium Falcon. There you go. With a blue Holo Chronicles logo, right? Painted almost taking up the entire top side of the millennium Falcon. So, so it's very cool. cool. Thank you, Nick, very much for that. Um, you know, that's uh, very much appreciated. So thanks. That's going on the the uh, pod table when Andy and I get to finally sit in the same room, room again. So, yeah. Very cool. Along with, along with our Mace Windu pilot figure from... Yeah, the Purple Saber Madden. and everything. Yeah. So yeah. thank you. Thank you uh, for, for sharing that with us, Nick. We appreciate it. All right, Josh, we have a show me your collection that I need to get to here. All right. All right. A little show me. Here it comes. Show me your collection. So if you have been listening, we interviewed Scott Kinney last weekend uh, on our episode, and he he regaled us with story after story about his uh, uh, experience working on Mark Hamill's pop culture quest television show. And, uh, and from his own collection, he's a big time toy collector of, of many different kinds of toys, not just star Wars, but he said about 25% of his toy collection is star Wars. And, uh, and so just to kind of put a bow at the end of the week on a great week of content, we featured his collection. And as Josh pulls up some pictures there, I want to, remind you to go back and listen to that podcast because some of the stories are incredible. Um, You know, just the interactions and, you know, becoming, you know, buddies with Mark Hamill was pretty awesome. Uh, Plus going out and seeing all these collections that, uh, that were part of the television show itself. And then um, his own collector stories, which involved like Howard Kazanjian uh, big time, producer maybe you've heard of him uh he got an emmy for producing raiders of the lost ark so among empire strikes back and raiders uh excuse me return of the jedi as well so not a shabby 
resume there, Mr. Kazanjian. But um, he had some wonderful stories for us. His collection, his Star Wars collection is really cool. He got he has everything from uh, boxed items to loose figures. And uh, he, had, he had some really cool stories. He had a cool story about the ADAT that he had <clears throat> and right. how it uh, connected to, I think it was a cousin of his. His cousin, yeah. And uh, just, I mean, again, the Sarlacc pit tooth, go back and listen to it. Um, one thing that... And by the way, see- in the picture, yeah, are you going to point that? Yeah, I didn't know if you were moving. No, on. go ahead, go ahead. Right there in the picture, in the right here, you can see... I'm going to put the little mouse on it on YouTube there for you. It's right there. I, I can't zoom in. I want to zoom in so bad. You can on your phone. If uh, if you go and check out our uh, Twitter feed, you can watch, you can look at this, show me your collection. But I mean, that's Howard's signature on it. Yeah. It's so He just signed cool. it. The Sarlacc tooth, again, it's, it's a, maybe a little over a foot long. And uh, yeah, just the story how he got it is, is pretty cool. And I won't spoil it. Go back and listen Episode 37. Um, episode 37. Yeah. Uh, one thing that you can see in this picture too, Josh, is there's that uh, that uh, first 12 display stand. Yeah. And the Luke Skywalker that is on there is a double telescoping saber Luke Skywalker. So no big deal. No Just big a deal. Just a DT Luke hanging out there. <laughs> um. But yeah, and if you if you go through our Twitter feed and and find the post where we hashtag show me your collection for Scott, um, you know there's a, a lot of collectors. I mean, even you and I, we don't just have Star Wars. Star Wars is our right. main thing, but I have a little space devoted to some GI Joes. You have some Lord of the Rings, um, and uh, and Scott. You know, his his whole, I don't know what that room was in his basement, I think, but there are thousands of toys in there, some of which were Star Wars, but he said he had just about the entire run of Shogun Warrior. The American run, yeah. Uh, yeah, figures. And so he is pretty proud of those, and a couple of pictures of that are on the feature as well. So... Do yourself a favor and go check that out. Give uh, Scott a little uh, pat on the back because his collection's pretty cool. It is literally floor to ceiling on all four walls in that room. It's pretty awesome. And that's at Kid Cosmic, Cosmic two Ks, right? K for Cosmic. Yeah. yeah. Kid Cosmic, both with Ks. Yeah, Scott Kenny. Very cool. So thank you, thank you, Scott, for sharing and. As a reminder, if you have a Star Wars collection you'd like featured on our Twitter some Saturday, then DM us up to, we'll say, eight-ish pictures. Keeps cr- it used to be four. We're taking more now. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I know. Some people we have like, two. They're so yeah, cool. I know. And I'll just, here's a tease. The next four weeks of Show Me Your Collections are awesome. They're absolutely awesome. Awesome. So again, we do that every Saturday and uh, we've got a month's worth of fantastic collections. But yeah, we're ready. But even if you have a little small collection, we like to see those too. So the next few that we're featuring are pretty, pretty big, but uh, we want to see all shapes and sizes because everybody's into a little bit something different and that's cool. Every collection is unique and it's unique because you're unique. Let me just remind everyone of something. This was a collector tip or, or at least a addition. And I love bringing it back up. I'll bring it back up like every fifth episode. I don't care. But I want you to look at the smile on Scott's face if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're not, just imagine a big smile on Scott's face. It is. Oh, so yes. here's what we get. Oh, yeah. And that's why I love when Andy, you know, we do have some big collections coming up. Obviously, this is a big collection we're showing and and more. But it doesn't matter because what I loved is that, you know, Scott put into one of the comments was, thanks for letting me share my collection. This is why we do it as collectors. It is very satisfying for us to walk into our own rooms or sections or or shelves or whatever in our offices or and and look at those and every now and then you stop and you pause and then you walk out and you don't realize that that quick moment or glimpse at what you've 
cherished in a way, gives you that small moment of joy until someone says, hey, will you, you mind if we share that? And so I, I love that we provide a place for people to, to have that moment of joy. You know, look, his, his wife or significant other who's seen it, you know, no offense, but they don't care. But we care, you know, they don't care as much, let's say, <laughs> we, as, we a, as a fresh set of eyes. And, and uh, so, yeah, small, medium, large collection, doesn't matter. Share it with us and we'll share it with the world. And uh, you deserve it because you worked hard. So thank you. Yeah. And, uh, and just to, uh, again, wrap, wrap this up here. Um, not only, I mean, that smile on his face, that's why we do this. But that's also the reason why Scott was an executive producer on Mark Hamill's Pop Culture exactly. Quest. Because they just went and featured massive and unique collections of, you know, and it wasn't all Star Wars, but just different kinds of, you know, just different kinds of collections. That's why he did that. And that's why Mark Hamill wanted to be the host of that because right. he's a collector too. And so it's like, we all have that in common. You know, if, if you follow the Hollow Chronicles, you're into toys and collectibles and in some capacity or other, even if it's just like, oh yeah, I remember when I had those and, um, and we all share that and that that's cool. It binds us together like the force. There all you right. go. There you all go. All right. We'll move on now. Actually, this kind of does have to do with it too, because today on Twitter, I, I put up a question speaking of <laughs> collections. Um, I, I put up a question. I said, Hey, I need my, uh, man cave my star wars themed man cave to have a name because i kind of want to put a little sign above the door like you know you're about to enter you know not the twilight zone but you know something star wars themed so i said help me twitter you're my only hope and if you wouldn't mind josh i'd like to read a few of yeah uh, i want i want you to because i also want you to tell me what i mean are you deciding tonight is that what's happening I, I don't think I'm deciding tonight. There All were right. 40, there were 46 responses, which is awesome. Thank you. But there were some really good ones that, uh, so I want I you gotta, to narrow it down. So I, I go ahead and read off. I know you're already reading off what you like already, but I want you to narrow it down to top three right now. Okay. And we'll shout uh, those people out. Um, well, you know, good buddy, Matt had like 10 that he shared. Um, the outrider outpost. I like that. Okay. Um, the 12th Ewok, that's a Seahawk reference. Um, gotcha. Uh, the Sarlacc pit, uh, the Wampa's lair. I like that. Tashi station, chopper base, uh, the toy Darien toy trove. Yeah. It's a Watt Watto reference there. The holodeck that's from David. David, the holodeck is more of a Star Trek thing. And I he did. He acknowledged it. it. He acknowledged it. He put the sci-fi crossover and I, you know, I, I get it. He put the gif of everyone kind of thinking about it on the uh, Starship <laughs> Enterprise. We're okay with that. <laughs> yeah. Um, Echo Base, you know, all right. The Masasi Temple. I like that. Um, Jedi Junk Room. I've got a couple if you want me to put a couple out there. That I Dago read. bro, Dago Dago bro, Dago bro, was good. That, <laughs> that one was a good one to me. Yeah, I, I really liked. I, I thought that one was pretty Dago bro. And then I had one more I really liked. You haven't said it yet. Man to ween. <laughs> Man to ween. Yes, yes. is really funny to me. Yeah. I don't the know. The cargo hold. Watto's workshop. The Sarlacc pit. Uh, yeah. Or yeah, Man to ween. Man to ween just rolls. I got to be honest. That one's a front runner for me. The Moss Eisley Mantina. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty good too michael phelan yes and uh geek nerd geek ned nick with the mantuine mantuine for yeah uh, greek ned Ma moss eisley mantina uh, that one is pretty solid. oh man uh yeah the bombad bunker uh um, somebody just put basement the basement yeah <laughs> yeah the sabak the sabak pit yeah um the throne room the Moss Eisley man. Mace Wind do not enter. Yes. Mace Wind do not enter. That, that might be for my kids. Definitely. Uh, uh, cell block one, one, three, eight, uh, man, <laughs> the throne room. Uh, oh man, it's all good. Yeah. These, they, I don't know how you choose. 94. 
Yeah, I don't know. Uh, How are you still waiting for another name? I mean, what what are you looking for? There's just so many good ones, Josh. I, I thank you, Twitter. You did not disappoint. Thank you, Hollow Chronicles followers. Is what I want to. Yeah, thank you. Yes. Hey, right here. Cheers. 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 I'm still. I'm a big fan of Mantuin. That's it. (laughs) I'm just a big fan of Mantuin. It just. It Uh, just is perfect. Mantuin, like Dan (laughs) Tuin. Right. Um. That was a bright spot in the day of a lot of shoveling. So thank you for that, Twitter. <laughs> I appreciate it. Um, Josh, I believe you have today's collector tip. So I'm I do. turn this over to you. All right, let's give it a go. Hello, what have we here? Collector tip. All right, so we had a question on YouTube a couple episodes ago, and I wanted to address it. We had a couple things come up in our last couple pods, so um, we didn't get to it. But the question was a good one, and I wanted to make sure that we we kind of recognized it here. I'm going to read it for you in just a second. Um, but really, it came down to, it was kind of a question about, I don't know, they're not variants, they're called uh, errors, right? So errors in collecting and the right. question was, and it even starts, and it's from, would you, <laughs> who would want this name is the right. uh, name of the person who posted it. And it says, uh, okay, so legit question here. I bought a Jen or so Black Series uh, because I found out they had labeled the box Sergeant Jen Urso. Um, then never gave her a rank in the Rebellion uh, in the film. So I thought they would fix that and these would become a limited run of mistake items. A bit like the early Revenge of the Jedi poster, but... Not nearly as cool. So as far as I can tell, I think they never did reprint reprint the boxes for her. So does anyone know if these end up being rare or not? So that was a great question because, as a matter of fact, I have a, a Sergeant Jin uh, as well. I think I left it upstairs. Anyway, I have a Sergeant Jin. I had the picture of it, but we'll just we'll just go with it here. Um, and I pulled it down and looked at. It. I was like, yeah, you know, I don't recall her getting a rank designation either, right? No, not in Rogue One. Not in Rogue One. So that led me to think of, and we did this a few episodes back, and that led me to think of when we got, or when I got, and the Black Series Luke, uh, Yavin Award Ceremony Luke, Skywalker, <laughs> which is yeah. how they yeah. spelled it. That I think I do have. So um, Skywalker, and that's the same thing I thought who would want this name is here he is. Here's Mr. Skywalker. Yep. So I saw that error and I was like, wow, I'm buying that. Now my initial response was, you know, they probably don't care. They're moving on. They did Luke Skywalker. And while I bought it with the same thought, I'm not sure that it has, it, it will have any additional value because I don't think they're going to fix it. It's just kind of a limited run. However, I got, I ordered the Wave 3 Black Series case, which came with, I think that's what it was, Wave 3, which yeah. came with another Yavin Ceremony Luke, and he is corrected. He's Luke Skywalker. So I don't know. You know, I guess, you know, we're trying to answer a question the answer that I would have for that is a couple. One is possibly later on. I think it would take time. As uh, Let's say that the Luke Skywalker Yavin ceremony figure became very popular. Or the Luke Skywalker figure was really a pretty limited run. But there were still a few at Walmart and Target kind of sitting on the shelves. So I don't know. It's all going to come down to supply and demand. Um, if you're looking for a yak face in this scenario, probably not. But if you are looking for, you know, they're both labeled number 100 in the Black Series line. If you are looking for something unique to your collection where you can look, you know, you can say, look, I have a a Luke Skywalker and a Luke Skywalker were an error. Then I think it'll add value down the line to people that like to really flesh their collections out. So if they're if they're extreme black series collectors and they're really trying to check all the boxes then absolutely is it going to raise the value through the roof probably not but is it cool absolutely it's it's 100 cool it's a fun story 
Uh, we, like I said, we talked it up and laughed about it a few pods ago because it was, it was silly, you know? Um, and then back to the Sergeant Jin, probably not. I, I don't think there's going to be an additional value right now, but it could be later on. If you think about the orange and the, and the, it was the blue series or whatever, uh, line yeah. of th those are done. You're never going to see those again. Black series is continuing on. They're still making more. But if you have anything in those series, they're worth more than than when you bought them for the most part. Um, and Josh, how do you know that? How do you know? Where do you go to? So in researching. Find yeah, exactly. So in research. Good, good segue. Thank you, Andy. In researching this, <laughs> I found uh, uh, or I had found before and hadn't fully utilized it, but went back to it. A cool website that you can actually take your collection and catalog it Um by the number um and you know before they had numbers you can just obviously take the names and that website uh is called i'm sorry i switched pages on myself go ahead andy hit it if you got it it's called actionfigure411.com yeah so if you go to actionfigure411.com you can select you know and they specialize in the black series uh six inch and three and three quarter figures um jo and, and josh you want me to just you want me to just give you a rundown of what this website will will do for you? Yeah, go for it. So um, in the Star Wars line, it will give you a, a price guide and a visual guide. So you know what you're, you know, what figures you're looking at here um, for black series, six inch and three and three quarter inch, um, as well as vintage collection. And uh, and then variations uh knockoffs exclusives um hallmark ornaments titanium series elite series you know and, and that's just for star wars it will also if you go to the marvel legends it will do the same for that and transformers masterpieces as well as a brand new series called gi joe classified which there's only six figures for so far but um, if you have any of those, I would highly recommend actionfigure411.com to uh, go check out what you have, catalog it. It's a good way to keep organized, too, of what you have. And then it'll kind of tally as you go uh, what the um, estimated value of your collection is worth. Yeah, you're able to check off. So, you know, like I said, most of the Black Series are numbered. The ones that aren't are very easily distinguishable. And you can just put a check mark in saying that you have that and it will give you the average price. I think it uses eBay um, as kind of the, yeah. as kind of the gauge for its, uh, yeah. its pricing there. And it gives you kind of the over under on, all right, you paid 1999 for this. It's worth $9 and 45 cents. Uh, that's a director Krennic at this point, you know, so yeah, you're, you're negative 10 bucks on that guy. If that's what you bought him for. Um, however, there's some very interesting figures on there. Uh, Qui-Gon Jinn, who was number 40 in the black series. He's worth $70 now. So obviously a $50 swing there. So it's just really kind of fun. If you're into the black series, I, I don't want to go too much down this line because not everybody collects black series, but this is a, there's plenty of gauges online that will give you kind of these values. This is the first one that I found that really, uh, uh, you know, gives you kind of that cool value. One, the one I really liked, and it's one that we actually featured on a pod um, it involved collecting and running around, you know, collecting, uh, acquiring uh, for collecting. And we had to go to targets and be there early and open boxes with the with the staff and all this stuff. And that's the the white box Mandalorian, which we got for nineteen ninety nine or whatever when we bought it. And uh, it's now worth yeah. one hundred and sixty three bucks. So, I mean, you think about that, not that we're in it to sell, but, you know, we're not you know, we're not uh, scalping anything here but when you look back and you're like wow well, that investment of time and fun was pretty cool now of course there's others that go the other direction but it was worth it it was worth it it was way worth it so um anyways yeah. uh actionfigure411.com great place to go and that will help you if you're uh one of those spreadsheeters or whatever that really track your collections this is a great way to find some some value you know i i priced out my collection and was really surprised at at what it was worth you know so yeah, and that's and that's the uh, sticker price when it was released, right? Versus the average price 
of what it's going for now. So when you said the Qui-Gon is going for 70 bucks, that's on average, it's going for 70 bucks. Right. So if you can find it for under 70 bucks, then you'd be getting him uh, for a good deal right now, you know, based on current trends. So. And it could help you price out a collection that's being privately sold. If you're finding it on offer up or eBay or whatever, I mean, it's a good Craigslist, way. Yeah. yeah. Craigslist. A lot of guys, they, they may not know what they have, or they may think they have more than they, they have. And it's good. You know, I met a collector once as we can lump this in. I met a collector once who was selling, uh, some, some stuff and, and he used a different price guide from another site, but it made me feel more comfortable with this price. That's, that's what happened is he said, Hey, sure. go here. This is how I'm pricing it out. So it was a very honest, straightforward. And I was like, yeah, you know what? That's a, that's a fair deal at fair market price. Uh, and of course, as a collector, I'm buying it for happiness, satisfaction, and maybe it'll be worth more if I decide I'm not collecting those anymore. So there you go. Yeah. Cool. Thanks for the collector tip. Can I great do website? Yeah. Great website. I do have one more little add on I want to give. This is a funny one. So as you're buying yeah. things online and you're looking at pictures, uh, what was the most wildly sought after figure after the Mandalorian was released that wasn't available? Um, Black series? No, just anything. We'll take it in any at the after the after episode one of the Mandalorian. Anything? Uh, <laughs> what was everyone looking for as far as a toy? Is anything? Uh, uh, anything child, related. anything child, really? Yeah. The child baby Yoda, AKA. So I, I did that too. And I dove on and I went to, gosh, I don't know if it was Hasbro pulse, but I found, you know, the, uh, the first black series baby Yoda. And in the picture, I was like, let's just do it. I'll pre-order. I'll, I'll get it. Well, you know, uh, maybe it was entertainment earth. Well, everything shows up like, you know, you pre-order, it says may, maybe you get it in may, maybe you get it before, well, this one showed up in May, and I think I sent the group, our uh, collector group, a picture here, but I received the baby Yoda, <laughs> and in the picture, it didn't look like this. <laughs> he was so small he was so tiny like the christmas like, tree ornament he's just he showed up i remember the box was small and i'm like oh what what's the hex in there and i opened it up and it's the smallest <laughs> child um, you've ever seen not that i'm disappointed but i was just kind of laughing at it like they literally used three cents worth of plastic to make this little guy and uh here he is in my you know they what? Still charge, they He's still in my collection. collection. 15 bucks, though. You bet. <laughs> Collector tip. Don't trust the pictures. <laughs> yeah, yeah. May not be to scale. Uh, Items in mirror are closer than they appear. There yeah, it is. That's funny. All right, Josh, it's time. All right. Uh, I This news dropped, was it Friday? I don't know. Uh, I think it was Friday. I'm pretty sure it was Friday. It's the it's the news hit hit the drop. All right, because I I need to get this out and I'm, <laughs> I, and I I apologize in advance if I peak the audio because I may get a little excited. A little excited. All right, here we go. I'll warm you up. Star Wars news. Uh, it's got the clacks on and everything. Woo! Thanks. Thanks for warming me up, Josh. Thanks for being go. my Star Wars fluffer. Um, <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The news. The only news from this week in a week that had a lot of cool stuff, uh, including Mother's Day. Yes. But the news, Josh, that we're here to talk about has to do with the picture over your left shoulder there. Your friend, Tamira Jackson, or Tamira Morrison, sorry. Tamira Morrison announced it's been announced that he has a role in the mandalorian season two josh do you know what this means hey that's pretty good this means initially this means a lot of people thought oh ahsoka's gonna be in it that must mean no. rex is gonna be in it no and and who would be Rex? Well, of course, it's going to be Tamura Morrison, the face of every clone in the history of Star Wars movie. I don't know. Finish my statement. I don't know. No. <laughs> I, no, I don't believe any of that. I'll, I'll give you my reasons in a minute, but go on. 
Django essentially fathered millions of clones through his genetics. Right. Therefore, Tamir Morrison could play literally a million different people, millions of different people. He's played more roles on any movie than anyone. Ever. Anybody. Yeah. In, in any movie. Ever. CGI or otherwise. So he could be Rex. He could be Cody. He could be anybody that's still alive. Gregor, Wolf. Um, I actually don't know if Cody's still alive, but uh, I, I we come up with a really cool plot twist that Ahsoka bumps into Cody. Cody's bummed out that he turned against the Jedi after yeah. all these years, but sees Ahsoka and somehow wants to kill her because he's still got the chip in his head. So anyway, that's just my little... I don't believe it's going to be any clone or Rex. Okay, or, good. Or any, you want or, me to tell you why? Or, I don't believe that. Are you ready? Lay, lay it on me, Here's, Josh. And I won't go to where you're going yet. But here's why I don't believe it's any of those things. Tamira yeah. was the live action actor for mm -hmm. Django, right? Yes. And then, of course, yeah. the clones and their, you know, when their helmet's off, right? During the live mm -hmm. action movies. Correct. Rex, Commander Cody, as far as I know, maybe there is a, a reference to them outside of Return of the Jedi when we think the bearded white guy is Rex. Those are all Clone Wars characters mm -hmm. not right they're not voiced by tamira right um no that's a well, different voice I, actor isn't it in the movies you know like when a clone speaks no 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 like, i'm talking about in clone wars the oh, animated series the cartoon yes correct that's different correct. actors so there is no reason and i have twofold here there's no reason yeah. why they would have to get tamira to to do that other than it would be a an excellent tie-in obviously to the original clone and he looks like he does. He does. They modeled after right. him. I get it. Yeah. No, no problem. Right. Second reason. There's no freaking way Filoni and Favreau are like, oh, let's piggyback on the Clone Wars uh, storyline. There is no way. There's no way. Uh. No way. Especially given that they probably had a little bit of insight into how season seven was going to go, et cetera, et cetera, for the Clone Wars. That is a separate part of this story and there is no way Tamiura is coming back for one reason and one reason only and what is that boba freaking fett, fett lives boba fett and that is now, the that is the 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 spurs clinking on the ground a little bit of foreshadowing what was that so, episode four or five it was the one with the, that goofball in it um yeah the bad bounty but, hunter you're right yeah. How Josh. Okay. Boba Fett might be my favorite star Wars character and right. has been my whole life. He was the first figure I got when okay. I, when I found, when I found three figures on the beach in San Luis Obispo, California, I found three figures, a Chewbacca, a C-3PO and a Boba Fett. That sounds, I had like no a, that sounds like a great dream. I was on the yeah. beach in San Luis Obispo and I found Boba Fett. <laughs> and I was building sandcastles. I was like three or four years old. <laughs> I was building sandcastles and I unearthed them. Oh, okay. From, like, was, were they in a sand, right? And they were when in the you sand, dug yeah. Boba up, was he in a pit, so to speak, when you dug him up? Like a pit? I love sand. <laughs> okay, so... um. So Boba was like the first figure I got. And I thought he was cool because he had a rocket in his backpack, you know? So, so like, of course I thought he was cooler than C-3PO who was gold, you know, and that was cool. And Chewbacca, because he looked like Sasquatch, you know, being from the Pacific Northwest, I knew who Sasquatch was at a very early age. Sure. But, um, my first figure, I've loved him. There are fan Boba Fett fan clubs, you know, over the last 40 years that have been around, uh, you go to any Twitter or Instagram or Facebook and you type in Boba Fett and just a ton of stuff pops up. And it, one of the prototypes is the most valuable vintage figure there is. Right. The rocket firing. Yep. Oh my gosh. Okay. The whole reason the TV show Mandalorian is so freaking cool is because of Boba Fett and if you're going to tell me, no, 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 he died in Return of the Jedi, 
that can't be Boba Fett. He's dead. He's gone. And we have friends uh, that that believe that and hold to it, right? Right. But but if you think for a second, Dave, the Master Filoni, <laughs> and John Favreau, who's overseeing this Mandalorian project, isn't going to bring back the reason why this show is so popular then you're nuts boba fett even if he's on screen for five seconds in a background shot (laughs) it's gonna freak people out i'm already freaking out he's already been on screen bro he's already been on screen sorry right the clinks the clinks the boots there's no reason for that there was no explanation for that scene they do not these directors Yeah, there's no explanation for that scene. No. None whatsoever. No. Even when we watched it, I think my daughters were like, did the Mandalorian come back? And I'm like, ha, 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 ha. No, <laughs> but someone in their armor did. Somebody who looks a lot like him did. But and I love right. your point. I love your point. Let me just elaborate on your point really quick. I love your point. No one gives a damn about the Mandalorian without Boba Fett in that armor and all the lore that supports it. And then we go back and now Rebels has the man. Now Clone Wars has Mandalorian. We care about that species. I think you and I joked, we wouldn't be watching the Twi'lek. Right? Yeah. The, the Rodians. The Twi'lek. The Trandoshans. No, 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 no. It's only through the love of the Fett. Yes. That that Mandalorian even exists. And again, I will point out, there's no way Filoni, even though it's his baby, the Clone Wars, I get it. And he's pulled a mm-hmm. bit from it. There's no way he's going to take from his own lore, you know, from one category and throw it into the other by throwing Rex back in. I mean, I love Rex and I know Rex and I haven't watched season seven. Damn, no. Again, I have to admit, I know Rex has a ton of love right now. Mm. 100% and for me Rex is a top five character in all of Star Wars right for me I love Rex he's awesome but like you said there's no reason to put the clinking boots Mm-mm. in that episode if they weren't foreshadowing something bigger for season two season one the big thing was baby Yoda or the child apologies and baby it was fine and And this was a group of people that had the foresight enough to keep that spoiler free until the reveal. And it blew everybody's mind. You don't think they've got a big idea for season two. What bigger idea would there be? I mean, I know there's black saber or excuse me, dark saber. There's Ahsoka, right? Those. Fine. B level. Okay, compared to (laughs) Boba freaking Fett showing up. And that's no disgrace to Darksaber lore going back a thousand years. That's no disgrace to how popular and how great a written character Ahsoka Tano is. But as universal, as universally loved having baby Yoda in season one is, and he will be in season two. Well, I'm saying is it a he, I'm assuming he's a he, I, it could be a she. Who knows? Who knows? I Who don't care. I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell the difference. It looks like a little um, boy to me. I gotta be honest. They didn't put like pink on his frock. That's so 1950s, Josh. I get it, but you know, here we are. He's green. He's green. Oh. Um. Anyway, what would be bigger? Like, Nothing, a li- nothing, nothing. I mean, the only here's the only counter argument I can put to it being Boba. The only thing and, and this might be where we could be a little let down. I think you and I talked about this before. The only issue with Boba showing up in the Mandalorian is that he would overshadow the Mandalorian with the exception. And right now we've got the, the dark saber and the evil empire, you know, polo chicken guy. Uh, that's the, that's the main, you know, are you talking about Moff Gideon? Yes, I know. (laughs) Every time I see him, I just think breaking bad polo chicken, chicken, polo chicken's like pretty redundant. Sorry. Mm. Um, but anyway, uh, the only reason that Boba 
it might be a stretch and and I think they can do it right and I don't know how that's going to be because I'm not the writer but is because but, he might overshadow the Mandalorian. However, I can counter my own argument by saying that's almost what the child did. Yeah. Because think about yeah. it. No one's no one's buying miniature pre-order sets of <laughs> of the Mandalorian in a hopes that it'll just be anything. The child. Yeah. I mean, he was one, he was upstaged by a a little, a little green dude at, or whatever. So they may not give a damn. No. Who upstages who, because especially if Mando and Boba go at it at any point, or if like, uh, okay, 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 okay. 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 Here comes theory. John, Josh, would you, that's a question. Would you rather see them fight each other or team up? I don't want them to team up. I still think, and I'll, because I still like that the Mandalorian takes a page out of Boba's book in that he's a loner, right? Like, like Boba was a loner in Slave One. He sat out in the asteroid field. He looked for the for the Falcon to get dumped out of the garbage. Well, whatever he was doing, he wasn't working. Josh, in the Clone Wars animated, he had a crew when he was younger. He had a crew. I know he had the crew. He's little baby Yoda, but he didn't have the the and armor. Mando's building a crew too, so. <sighs> But he still gives out that loner esque right lone vibe. wolf right. So two he lone does. wolves. Look, there's also there's always an alpha. So who's the alpha? So I think it could go the way of the Mandalorian. The actual Mandalorians want their armor back from the imposter bounty hunter. I don't know. I'm making that up. Who knows? It just yeah. doesn't matter because it's Boba. It's not it's Rex. Boba, fat. It's, it's Boba. Boba. It's Boba. Boba. And we all know that. And we're not giving away anything. You guys all think and guess that. And the only way you're going to try and be creative is to come up with other theories and they'll be wrong. Well, I mean, it would be super easy to just have them be a, a remnant clone trooper. You know, okay, that but that they run man, why would they release did, it then? Why would I, they say he's this in point, it? At this point, it would be such a huge letdown, you know, if he's anything like, okay, Rex, all right, all right, I can get behind I'm, I'm that. I'm down, all right, all right, I'm not yeah, that disappointed. I'm totally, I'm down with that. If it's just a average run-of-the-mill clone trooper that they just came across, I mean, it, it could be a part of a cool story or whatever, but it's just going to be like, huh? What? Why would you do that? Why would you get our? Why would you make? Like why would you waste my friend Tamura on a random <laughs> stranded right. clone trooper and get put him in a beard? All right, no, I want battle sarlax scars. I mean, why did he yes. walk up? He walked up on that. I mean, clink, clink. That's our clink. boy. That's our guy, Boba. So, and Josh- if Maul can come back from a complete. No one's ever really gone. Right. That's that is now canon. So they said you can live for a thousand years in the Sarlacc. I mean, why? How can we? Nobody can live for a thousand years except Yoda. But I guess if you no, jump you, into a Sarlacc sack, you're good for a thousand. Uh, you're going to get digested. Over the a fountain years. of youth is a, no, 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 no. Over a thousand years. But you, I think you stay alive. I think it said it. Okay. Over a thousand. I made that years. up. Yeah. Yeah, so Josh, this segues into the last part here. And again, this is where if you're not watching on YouTube, you're going to want to push pause, go over to the YouTube page Beyond the Blast Doors, find our video for episode 38. Mm. Like and subscribe. Like and subscribe. Hit the bell. Go ahead and hit the alert button so you know ahead of time. Um. I got something for part of my collection. As a big Boba Fett fan, uh, I was made aware of this a few months ago. Um, Some of you might remember the story about me getting a Return of the Jedi carded Boba Fett vintage figure. And the guy who I made the trade from, I believe that was, what, episode 35? Yeah, 35. 34, 35, yeah. It wasn't too long ago. Um, The guy who I'd made that trade with and got the carded Boba Fett from, 
Um, he is the owner of the Star Wars store in Washington Square Mall, Portland, Oregon. Um, and he let me in on a little project he was working on with his friend, Daniel Logan. Daniel Logan, as we all know, as most of us know, I think, who are listening to this pod, played the young Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones, who he's now 30, just over 30 years old now, I think, 30, 31, 32, somewhere in that age range. So Dustin is his name, and Daniel Logan, they're working on this project, and they were working uh, together with EFX um, Replica products um to come up with a signature series boba fett helmet now if you're looking at the efx signature um boba fett helmet and you're looking at the new black series boba fett helmet that just released recently in fact i'll be getting mine i i want to say within the next week yeah it it said May of 2020, and we are in May of 2020, so it should be arriving any time. Um, and maybe I'll do a comparison, but they don't look too differently from a first glance. Um, the EFX is about four times as much price-wise than the Black Series, uh, but there are some differences once you have them side by side. Again, we can talk about that another time. However, what I wanted to do was I, I, I received this, um, what was it, a couple weeks ago, and it's just been sitting in the box because I've been waiting for an opportune time to show this for me to even see it. And what better time than when Boba Fett is coming back to <laughs> the Mandalorian season two. Josh, there isn't a better time. So this we're is going it. to do this. This is the time. This is the time. So um, I'm gonna show I'm gonna show you first the box. Ooh, I like the kind of the basic. Right. So Empire Strikes Back, Boba Fett. Um, it's a precision crafted. Yeah, and we got the, the Disney logo here. EFX obviously has to get permission from Disney to do this. EFXStarWars.com if you want to check out. Uh, if you just wanted to get the helmet by itself, um, you can do that. Um, but the Signature Series, there are only 100 of these, Josh. Mm. Precision Crafted Replica. Okay, and then on the back, it got a little uh, write-up there about our buddy, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. So this is the box. Now I've taken it. I've pre-taken it out of the box. We're not. We're not leaving this one in the box, Josh. Take it out. We're, and take, play. we're taking it out and we're checking it out. Um, mm. It came with. Now this I, is the again. Yeah, yeah. This is where it's fantastic. So it came with a certificate of authentication from EFX. Uh, because it is a signature series, um, you know, this uh, says that this is exclusively um, a certificate of authentic uh, authenticity certifies this product is licensed and approved by EFX Collectibles, Lucasfilm, and Disney in exclusive exclusivity to Daniel Logan. So Daniel Logan is the guy who headed up this little project. And what I have here, the the number, it's number eleven out of one hundred. Mm, lucky number okay. eleven. So, um, because I was talking with Dustin. Now, Dustin partnered with him. He's this. He's the store owner. He partnered with him to do this, um, and he let me in on it. Um, he said, "Hey, if you let me know in advance that this is something you want to get, I can maybe try and get you a number that." you'd like, you know, out of a hundred. Um, and I was like, okay, well, here are my choices. I'll take any single digit number. And he's like, they're already spoken for. It's like, okay, then I want either number 80 out of 100 for 1980 when Empire Strikes Back was released. 
or I want 78, which was when the, the, uh, the character Boba Fett was first seen in star Wars Christmas, uh, uh, um, the holiday Christmas special <laughs> holiday special. And, and that's when the figure came out was at the end of 1978. So either 78 or 80, um, or I would take number 11 because that was my, uh, basketball number in call. <laughs> so you got the one that is non-Star Wars related. <laughs> so he's like, he's like, I got you down for a number 11. I was like, awesome. <laughs> so that's how that came about, which is totally cool. Um, and now Josh, I'm going to turn it on, man. I'm going to activate. Are you ready? The sensor scope. <laughs> um yeah i'm ready uh, here it comes so you're gonna get a little peek behind the oh there i am hey there's me hey, hey yeah there's the laptop there's my notes for the episode there's my camera and my ping pong table um i do have a star wars blanket as a tablecloth um, star wars on the table empire strikes back on the wall but I, you can see that I've taken the helmet out in its packaging right. and sitting on the table here. But if we go right above here, and Josh, I don't know if you maybe want to go. Yeah. Got it. Here. Okay. So here's the helmet. Um, Frozen in carbonite. It comes in a two-piece box with plastic mm. here. And this will be me taking it out of the box for the very first time. Wow. So the, the paint scheme is awesome. These are just some things I'm noticing right away here. The paint job on it is awesome. The dent is cool. That is amazing. Yeah. And if only I had one more hand. Uh, you can see that it's kind of got like smudges, either that's dirt or kind of oil um, on the top here. But it's not just like paint's rubbed off, but it's dirty, right? It's lived in. Oops. Sorry about that. How cool. Anyway. So much detail on the, I mean, wow. So there's like foam pads there that you can put in. Um, and so <laughs> this is, so I'm just seeing this. I did not notice this in here before. Let me swing around, but you see that? Oh, wow. It says Boba Fett number 11 out of 100. And that is in Daniel Logan's signature. Wow. Daniel Logan wrote that. Again, he was the uh, young boy Boba Fett in Attack of the Clones, Episode 2. And so he signed and numbered the helmet. I got a certificate of authenticity from Daniel Logan. Um, and Josh, there are two more things. Oh, there's a little tab here that... Right, battery? Does it have power to that? It does. It does. It lights up. And there's a little... Okay, so this... I already kind of showed this already. It's the certificate of authenticity, but um, it also came with a letter of authenticity from Daniel Logan. And uh, he just, he kind of writes in here, you know, what this is. Right. And how much he loves Boba Fett and is a fan. Um, so he's not just like, he's another one of those guys that, was a Star Wars fan, even as a kid, before he was in the movie, and then now is even a bigger Star Wars fan as a result. Again, signed by Daniel Logan, may the force be with you. Um, but Josh, it still gets better than this. All right, I know, I'm, I'm dying to see it. Because um, not only is this a signature series, because Daniel Logan autographed it, numbered it, and wrote a letter. Again, there's 100 of these. This one's number 11 of 100. But it comes with this. And oh my gosh, dude, this is so awesome. This is why it's the Signature Series. Mm, because 
all six men who have worn the Boba Fett suit on screen have signed this. Daniel Logan, who was in Attack of the Clones. Johnny Morton, who was a stunt guy for Empire Strikes Back. Mark Austin, who was in the uh, special editions for a senior. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I just watched those. The man himself, Jeremy Bullock, the original Boba Fett, Empire Strikes Back, and Return of the Jedi. Uh, Dickie Beer, Return of the Jedi stuntman. And Don Bees, who was in uh, the special, special edition of Return of the Jedi. So all six guys to ever wear the Boba Fett suit signed this little plaque. And I'm going to get this. It's in the plastic still, but I'm going to get it mounted on a nice little piece of wood to make it look uh, official. Um, but man, That's fantastic. That's like collector mecca right there. It's a it's. It's what I would consider a holy grail item, um, even though it's only, I mean, it just released like a few weeks ago. Um, and I'm, if I'm not mistaken, there's still a few available. Now, this is not a cheap purchase. Um, if, you are, if you're interested, if you want, if you're curious about what all of this uh, might run you, and maybe might want to get one, go to the starwarsstore.com. And uh, Josh, I'm going to click it back over. Go ahead and click it back over to the screens now. Um, but yeah, it, it, you, can, you can inquire. I'm not sure if there are any left. Um, the last I heard, which was a few days ago, there were still a few left. Um, but... These are being sold out of the Star Wars store out of Portland, um, starwarsstore.com. If you're interested, make inquiries um, at that website. But, and I didn't know this until recently, but Daniel Logan is selling 50 on his own with a green signature line. All right. The one that I got was black signatures, black pen. Well, Daniel is selling 50 on his own through his Instagram page. Um, and there's only 50 of those where there are 100 of the one that I got. Um, and they're a little bit more in price too, but there's also half as many. So if you're interested in that at all, um, I know <laughs> earlier in, in the week, uh, Daniel posted that there was something like 11 left of the green signature line. Uh, but those are only being bought and uh, purchased through his Instagram page. So very I cool. Mean, it's totally awesome. I have been super psyched about this for the last couple months, knowing that, uh, it was on the way and, it's now that it's here, I couldn't be happier. Couldn't be happier. Will you put the helmet on? Oh, you lost. Oh, yeah, I'll put the helmet on. Let me see. Absolutely. It. I want to see it. We put it all on. Right, all right. All right. I'm taking you have to take off your headphones. Off. All right. It's okay. I'm going to make fun of you when you can't hear me. Oh, look at that dork. <laughs> oh, good sir. Yeah, he's no good to me dead. Say it. Say he's no good to me dead. Uh, he can't hear me. It's all right. I did it for him. I'll dub it in. Gorgeous. Whew. <laughs> I felt like how did it smell? Right how did it smell? Smelled like a new helmet. <laughs> I I wonder if uh, old Danny Logan, if he put that on before he uh, put it back in the box. <laughs> he did. He had to take it out to sign it. And I slept in every one of them. <laughs> 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 Just uh, Daniel Logan taking baths and fishing <laughs> in each so, helmet. 100 days, well, you know, 100 helmets. You know he kept one. You know. Of course he did. 
Of course he did. He probably well, that is fantastic. Years. As a fellow collector, oh. I know that you came to me with that, and uh, and I was really happy that you were able to get it. And again, my favorite collector tip, I am fully excited <laughs> to enjoy it in your collection. <laughs> I can't wait. It's so cool, though. I'm jealous. I'm very jealous right now. But I'm also well, uh, excited to come over and see it in person. I mean, you know, after after this pandemic goes away. <laughs> if if yeah so yeah so anyway i i gotta give two shout outs i gotta give a shout out to dustin at the star wars store uh for letting me in on it and uh getting me even a number out of 100 that uh i requested so 11 out of 100 it's a pretty low number so that's really cool i actually like 11 i think 11 is just a fun number it's not you know everyone's gonna pick seven yeah. or 13 or something but 11 is just a you know, it's a it's prime the, number. So the beginning not? of one, one, three, eight. There, per, exactly. There you go. I mean, what else? So, do you need? yeah, forget basketball. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I, like I said, I couldn't be happier. And the second shout out obviously goes to Daniel Logan, who, uh, you know, uh, I'm told that, that uh, if, if these sell out and it's pretty successful and there's a, kind of a demand for it that they might do another one not with boba but maybe down the road possibly with django django would so, be very cool i think you'd get a lot of play out of django too i think django is obviously not in the high you know as high as boba but django's cool man i mean yeah. he's that helmet's awesome and, and and so this it just circles back to tamira morrison so boba there we go uh my and, friend i'll call you know what i'll just call him I, I didn't you have time for the pod, but he I mean, buddy. you can see us. There we are. We're there we are. We're just hanging out. Yeah, it's not like we're at a convention. This is how we hang out. Yeah, I mean, he's. I'm like got Danny uh, Tamira. Come over and bring your banner. <laughs> 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 All right. Oh, well, thank you for sharing that. That was super cool. Uh, again, you know, if you're listening to us, thank you for listening. But obviously, pop on over to YouTube and take a look at this beautiful piece that andy has acquired we like sharing them we like sharing yours and we'll share our collections too you can find us at hollow chronicles on twitter like subscribe and uh, go to go to apple Podcasts and, and give us a, a rating would you that would be so cool even if you don't listen to us initially on apple Podcasts, or i guess if you don't have an iphone but man i think that's how we're going to get to the panels yeah. apple's too powerful for us to not get the ratings so give us yeah. some ratings yeah, you, you um, got to help us out, folks. You got to help us help out. Help us out and uh, at, uh, at Beyond the Blast Doors, um, beyondtheblastdoors.com. We love our new network. We love, gosh, the stuff that people are doing. I get anxiety about how cool all these other pods are because I'm like, what the hell are we going to do? Thank God that you brought an awesome helmet this time. I have no idea what we're going to do next week, though. I do. Okay, we're good. gonna have a we're gonna have a great guest on next week. Perfect. All right, so stay tuned. Uh, thanks for listening. This has been the Hollow Chronicles. We'll talk to you soon.